What's up, everyone, and welcome to a new edition of That Remote Life Podcast, where every Monday I'll be sharing with you the top news from the past week in the world of remote work and the digital nomad movement. These are short outtakes from my weekly newsletter, Remote Insider, which helps you become the most informed remote worker in your friend group so you never again have to feel like you've been living under a rock. If you want to get the full scoop, head over to thatremotelife.com forward slash remote insider and subscribe. I send out that newsletter every Monday morning. It's completely free and it's been called mandatory reading by other subscribers. If you like this podcast, I guarantee you will love the newsletter. So again, that link is thatremotelife.com forward slash remote insider, all one word. One more quick note before we dive in. I would personally like to invite you to join our new TRL listener Slack channel, which you can find at thatremotelife.com forward slash Slack. This is something new that I'm launching as a way to connect with listeners of the show like you. Inside of our Slack channel, you'll be able to have direct contact with me, meet other listeners of the show passionate about the future of work, the digital nomad lifestyle, and entrepreneurship, and we'll even be putting together events and Q&As with some of our biggest podcast guests to dive in even deeper with them. Access to the Slack channel is completely free, and again, that link is thatremotelife.com forward slash Slack. Now, with that out of the way, let's jump straight into the news. Up first, Malaysia officially launches a new digital nomad visa. The visa, which is officially called PVIP, is aimed at both contractors and full-time employees and is basically designed to be a direct competitor to programs that other Southeast Asian countries like Thailand and Indonesia have launched recently. To qualify, you must show proof of employment, or if you're a freelancer, you need to show a client contract with a duration of three plus months. So if most of your work is done in short-term projects, you may have to get creative here. Unlike many other visas like this, under the PVIP, you are actually allowed to work with Malaysian clients, which is quite interesting and different than other visas. The income requirement is relatively standard compared to other Nomad visas at $24,000 USD or $2,000 per month. The cost to apply for the PVIP is 1,000 Malaysian ringgit, is I think how you pronounce that, which is just over 200 USD. And if you want to apply with a dependent, each will cost you right about 100 USD. The PVIP will allow you to stay in Malaysia for 3 to 12 months and is able to be renewed for an additional 12 months. Now, so far, this sounds pretty normal uh, when compared to other Nomad visas. However, there is something very interesting in the announcement for this visa that makes it different than others. The PVIP is obviously focused on attracting foreigners to Malaysia, but it also states that local freelancers and remote workers will benefit as well. Along with launching this visa, the Malaysian government is planning on creating a, and I quote, nomad-ready network of hubs, services, and facilities across the country to foster and elevate living standards and the remote working lifestyle. Now, we don't yet have a ton of information on what we can expect in terms of this network of hubs. However, locals who meet the requirements can also sign up and benefit from these developments. So this is definitely something to keep an eye out for and very interesting to see exactly what the Malaysian government puts together in terms of uh, elevating the remote working lifestyle. 
Moving on, uh, some more Digital Nomad Visa news. We have gotten a bit more info on what we can expect from the rumored Spanish Digital Nomad Visa. Now, we know that Spain has been working on a Nomad Visa for quite a while now. It was supposed to launch this past summer, then it got bumped to the fall, and sources are now saying that we most likely won't see it until at least Q1 of 2023. However, the Spanish government has released a bit more info on what we can expect from the visa. Obviously, none of this is official and things can change before the visa is officially released. But here is the most recent info uh, that the government released. The visa will be available for both people who are self-employed, contractors, or people working remotely for non-Spanish companies. It will initially allow you to reside in Spain for up to one year, but you will be able to extend up to five years. Unlike some other visa programs, however, you will be required to pay taxes from the start. Although that's going to come at a discounted rate of 15% as opposed to the regular 25% tax. And this tax benefit will only be available for the first four years of your residency. The newest update did not mention any requirements in terms of income, but you will most likely have to prove some level of income similar to other countries in the area. The big question here is how popular will this visa be if it requires you to pay taxes in Spain from the very start? Similar programs from Portugal, for example, do require you to pay taxes, but in many cases, you can actually get a tax exemption for the first 10 years. So will this work in attracting remote workers to Spain if the country's biggest competitor in this field offers a nomad visa that is so much more tax advantageous. Uh, I guess only time will tell. Like I said in the beginning, uh, none of this is official. The government could very well be testing uh, the waters here to see how the visa would be received. So some parts of this could be changed or honestly, the entire plan could be scrapped. Uh, I guess we won't know until the start of 2023, but fingers crossed that Spain does actually release a Nomad visa because I think it's great uh, if they have some sort of program to attract remote workers. Finally, a recent Microsoft survey found that bosses believe their employees are less productive when working from home. Now, despite many studies showing that remote workers are much happier than their in-office counterparts, which then translates into better productivity, 85% of bosses aren't buying it, stating that they believe the comforts of working from home are making their employees less productive. Interestingly, the very same survey from Microsoft asked the remote workers themselves how they feel, and 87% of them said they're more productive when working remotely than in the office. Now, this is obviously a shocking disagreement. 85% of bosses are saying that, they're, that they believe their employees are less productive, while 87% of the actual employees are saying they're more productive. In reality, this comes down to what Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella called productivity paranoia. And based on their research, it originates not from a lack of productivity on the part of the worker, but the manager's inability to measure productivity when working remotely. The research found that managers relied on visual confirmation of their employees' productivity, essentially looking out of their offices and seeing people typing away at computers inside of cubicles. With remote work, they just haven't found a way to measure productivity yet. 
And managers now are either tracking and monitoring employees to make sure they're working through things like tracking their mouse movements and keyboard clicks or scheduling random Zoom meetings to ensure work attendance, both of which create a state of what Microsoft calls productivity theater, in which employees feel like they have to fake productivity to uh, appease their managers instead of actually doing their work. In the end, this will naturally play out as managers get retrained into a remote first world and really understand how to do their jobs without offices and cubicles. But we're just not there yet. So I think we can expect the next five plus years to be ones of remote work confusion as the marketplace adjusts to the new way of doing business. Now, if you want to read into any of these three uh, articles, uh, head on over to the show notes and you're going to have links uh, to each one of these articles there so you can jump in there and l learn more about Microsoft Survey or more about the Malaysian and Spanish visa. But that's it for this week's installment of Remote Insider. Don't forget that this is just a small slice of what we talk about every week. So if you want to learn more about these topics and much more, don't forget to head over to thatremotelife.com forward slash remote insider and subscribe. It is the easiest way to become an informed remote worker and digital nomad. So you're never the last person to learn about developments in this space. And best of all, it's completely free. But that's it, you guys. I will see you later this week for our TRL featured interview. Until then, have an amazing week.